Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Morning friends, happy Monday to you, if that's indeed when you're listening. Um, yeah. You know, the good thing about cold is that when it's really cold, it's associated with great weather most of the time. It's when we move towards the zero point, when water melts and it gets kind of mild and foggy or cloudy and nasty. We had that kind of weather throughout most of November and December. I don't think I saw the sun in, for a month back in December. It was like historically gloomy and it put me into a bit of a depression. But now January and February, I, I've hardly seen a cloud for however long. So again, bright blue sky. And as I look at the sun, I have some reflections for you around sovereignty yet again. Of course, that is actually the central topic and anything that deals with the archetypes, the king, warrior, magician, lover archetypes, because the king archetype, the archetype of sovereignty is in a way the coming together of all of the archetypes. A king has a mature warrior, a mature magician, and a mature lover integrated into himself. Now, back in the old days, these would be different characters at the royal court that came together to serve different functions. And I'd say that that is still the case, but there's also a case to be made for all of those archetypes to some level being lifted up, empowered, brought into the light inside of each and every man. In other words, you need to be healthy in the magician, in the warrior, and in the lover in order to be embodying the king. The sun is a symbol for the king in many narratives. The sun king of France, this, uh, this idea that there is a father god in the sky associated with the, the, the principle of the sun and the light being the masculine, the the sun, the transcendent principle being high up there. And you can see this in occult iconography where you see the, the pyramid with the eye at the top. Of course, the apex of the pyramid is closer to the sun. It's where the sun comes in, in a way. And so then you can see that there is a association between the sun and the act of seeing. You see when it's bright. You have vision when it's bright, when you're high up. And so this sun that I'm looking at now for a month straight, something of a symbol for the sovereign. Consider now, well, I had this realization about a year and a half ago that I'd been really 
diving into the dark places for God knows how many years. And when you're diving into the dark, you're embodying the magician archetype. The magician brings a light into the dark to reveal what's been hidden. And that magician then in turn brings that which is being revealed into the light of the king to be blessed and integrated and put to back together in a harmonious psyche. This is shadow work. Shadow work being that of revealing what's been lost, what's been exiled in order to facilitate wholeness and integration. I had this realization that it's time for me to start moving towards the light. Why? Well, I needed to start embodying the principle of sovereignty, the principle of the inner throne more. And there simply wasn't a way for me to do that simply by embodying the magician archetype. The magician archetype is one of isolation, introspection, of zooming out, detachment, seeing things from the outside, analyzing patterns, putting things together, drawing lines, dotting the I's and crossing the T's, you know? I realized I couldn't fulfill my purpose without starting to embody the king archetype more. Maybe this is true for you as well, that you've been swimming in, in the dark territories of the psyche and the soul and spirit for a long time, and you realize that actually there's more to it for me than that. Maybe you're meant to have more of an impact. Maybe you're meant to be leading more. You can obviously not do that without having some level of access to the king archetype, which is in fact the leadership archetype. So we established that there is an association between the magician archetype and darkness. There is an association between the king archetype and the light and indeed the sun. And so what I then realized was I need, in order to fulfill my purpose, I need to bow down. I need to surrender myself rather than simply being in a kind of shamanic archetypal immersion 24-7. I need to start relating to a more transcendent principle. And so I'm going to make a contentious claim that in order to embody the archetype of the king, you have to believe in God. You have to serve God. It doesn't need to be God in a Christian context. It can be the mystery, it can be the Atman, it can be the Tao. But it needs to be some kind of principle that is very explicitly larger than you and not rational. So you could argue that science could be your God, but there's a limitation with science. At least to some scientists, the illusion that there is a, an ultimate destination of science where everything has been explained.
I was reading the website of Pfizer yesterday, the producer of the vaccine, because there have been quite a lot of deaths and side effects associated to the Pfizer vaccine in Norway lately. Granted, most of these people were, were old and maybe were dying anyway, but Norway has been one of the few countries that have had the transparency to actually publish these results. And so we've had a lot of attention on us. And I was reading the tagline for Pfizer, something along the lines of, we believe that science can solve all of the problems that are facing humanity. Hubris, complete hubris, an absolute and utter nonsense. It sounds good. That is pure magician archetype. Not willing to surrender to God. Actually thinking I am God, I can explain everything. I am omni-powerful, omnipotent, potentially. But no, no, I'm not and you're not. When we are at our most powerful, it is when we are serving a transcendent principle. It is when we open up to the channel from the divine. This is what they call axis mundi in the archetypal um, teachings from Robert Morndal Gillette, something that we will probably go deeper into later on. But consider then that in order to be a king, I need to open to the vertical axis that comes down from the father's sky, the heavens, the sun. And this is the way I start to see. And I stand in an axis, in a, in a relationship to the magician that brings the light into the dark and reveals and brings more wholeness and integration. There is no way for me to be a healthy, mature leader unless I surrender and serve that transcendent principle. And so the king archetype has always been associated with the sacred principle, the sacred king, the sun king. I'm not saying that if you're an atheist, you need to completely change how you uh, see the world. Or maybe I am saying that actually. Because if, if you want to embody the king archetype and you're a complete atheist that places yourself at the top of meaning-making hierarchies, then you will never be able to embody the king. Never. And this is physics. This is by definition. And so that's what I want to bring to you today. We need to kneel. We need to humble ourselves. The healthy, mature king is humble because he serves a divine principle, a transpersonal cause. He lives his dharma in relationship to that cause. And that is why he lives. That is his singular purpose in this world. And the moment that he places himself above the transpersonal principle is the moment that he becomes a cruel tyrant. And I want you to consider that a lot of our leaders in the world today are not serving a transpersonal principle. They are serving the very human control-based power structures and thus will become tyrannical by default. My wish is that you and I and everyone listening, that we choose a different way, that however you choose to view God, I don't give a shit, 
if it's Christian or Muslim or some sort of more amorphous mystery school kind of God. But there needs to be God. Because otherwise your leadership will be tyrannical by default. And as we are building a better world, that just can't be, that just can't stand. So that's the message for you today. I love this. This is powerful to me. And I hope that you found some use in this. And uh, I want you to know before I wrap it up today that you can go to inner-throne.com slash podcast-community. And that will take you to a Telegram group that I've set up where we can actually come together to discuss these things, where you can bring feedback to every single podcast episode that I make. You can ask questions, you can request new episodes. Pretty exciting. So welcome to the Telegram group. And I wish you a fantastic day as I walk past some freshly cut lumber and uh, feel the cold wind on my face. Michelle and I are about to travel back to Oslo, to my flat, as the period of quarantining in my mother's house and supporting her a little bit in a difficult time is over. And we're now making plans for the next stage of our lives. I'll probably be sharing more about that later. Anyway, thank you for caring. Thank you for being here and uh, have an excellent day. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.